everybody, and welcome to the Disney Challenge Podcast. This is episode two, and I'm Dave. And I'm Johanna. I don't know why I said Anne before my name, but hey, there it is. We actually are coming to you with a very special, non-planned, completely off-the-cup Disney Challenge <laughs> podcast, uh, because there has been some breaking news in the world of Disney. I know that sounds way more epic than it is. And well, I'm excited. I, I'm excited, too. This is really cool news, and it's something that we've heard about when we went to D23, but the kind of official announcement was made today, and it's exciting. It's interesting. I'm hoping they can pull this off. Well, oh, they're, they're, they're going to pull it off, exactly. yeah, no matter what. What are we talking about, Johanna? Well, because we're recording this, and hopefully we'll get it uploaded tonight, the date is March 20th. I sound like Siri. <laughs> well, just so you know, in case you haven't seen it online yet, but Disney has announced that they are opening up this Marvel superhero land. I know, but it's the Marvel superhero land was announced at D23 back in July. They said they were coming. And they were going to make a, a Marvel superhero land, but they failed to mention where they were making it. Well, some people might be upset about this, but Bugs Land is going away. Bugs Land's going bye-bye, which is probably about the worst-kept secret in Disney history. Right? Uh, everyone kind of figured that out as soon as they announced it. They're like, They're, we're going to open up a whole Marvel universe. And everybody said, well, it's going to go in where Bugs Land is. Well, yes, but at least now they've made it official. Yeah. I mean, the... It's tough to be a bug, 4D show, which I'm going to be honest, not a fan. Not a fan either. You know, they've already closed that down, but yeah. it's staying closed. Uh, let's see the rest. It hasn't been open for a long It hasn't been right. tough to be a bug for over a year. Well, they've been doing all the Disney movie previews. Yeah, it's just previews. using the space. Same thing exactly. with the Muppet Theater. They're, they're just trying to figure out what they're going to do there. Mm-hmm. But for those of you who are like, well, what about the rides? Flix Flyers is moving to Pixar Pier. Which is kind of cool. I mean, I, I suppose that would be the most popular ride there. Mm-hmm. Um, it does still get an attraction. And, and moving it over to, to, to Pixar Pier kind of makes sense. It's just that Pixar bubble. Yeah, it does. It does. And, and that's a, it's, it's, but everything else, I, I guess, is going bye-bye? Yes, by the end of late summer, it's all going bye-bye, as you said. <laughs> and the anticipated opening date will be sometime in 2020. Which makes sense, because that's going to be a year or so after... Um, after Star Wars lands open. Oh, opens. my God. Well, Pixar Pier is opening up this spring. Yep. I mean, California Adventure is pretty much getting an entire facelift. It's amazing. Well, to, to go off on a side note, let's let's just be honest. California Adventure is having less and less to do with California than, than anything else. Um, it needs to just be called Marvel Adventure. It, well, at first it was it should have. I mean, people were speculating it was just kind of turning into John Lasseter's dream of, <laughs> of, uh, of having an entire Pixar-themed park. Uh, now that they're doing Pixar Pier and kind of rolling that all into one, I mean, you've got, let, let, let's think about it. Right now, currently, you have a Bugs Land, which mm-hmm. was there from the get-go? That, uh, that no, I think, the they, I think they opened that a little later. Okay, but it was, it was the first Pixar-themed land to be opened. And then after that, now you have Cars Land. Well, no, there's still Toy Story Mania. Toy which Story was Mania, a Pixar film, mm-hmm. and and now they're and now they're making Pixar Pier. So you're like, okay, well, now there's only a couple areas of the park left that don't have a Pixar influence. Is that something that? Uh, what does this all have to do to California? Other than maybe Pixar was started in California. 
Well, it makes sense that they're going to take down It's a Bug Land because it's adjacent to the Marvel attraction, Guardians of the Galaxy. And that's exactly why everybody figured it would be going there is because, yeah, you've got Guardians of the Galaxy as kind of a gateway Mm -hmm. uh, right in. So what else are they going to do with that space? And let's face it. I mean, yeah, it was nice having an area for the little, little kids to go. But it's not like kids of any age are going to get any less out of Disney. So they bring in maybe one, two e-ticket attractions that are going to be big, uh, you know, roller coaster or high energy type rides. But for the most part, there's going to be more stuff for the kids to do. I can't wait to find out when they actually announce what attraction they're going to go in the new land. Oh, we can be speculating. I mean, there's going to be, I'm sure a lot of meet and greet photo ops. Oh, that's, I mean, mean, they're going to have Spider-Man, the the Guardians. I mean, Iron Man. I mean, hello. They're doing all that right now anyway in, Mm -hmm. uh, in, in Hollywood land, just because they have the space a little bit and they can, they can do that. Um, a, A lot of these rumors actually came out right when Guardians of the Galaxy opened, or I should even say before Guardians of the Galaxy opened, we were fortunate enough that we got a chance to go to the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, tower. What, what was With it? With the Guardians of the Galaxy premiere party. Yeah, it was. It was basically the premiere party for uh, Mission Breakout, as they called it, the Galactic premiere party, and it was really cool. We got to go on Guardians like nine, nine times. times. <laughs> it oh. was, our stomachs were a little queasy after that. But that night they were doing all kinds of stuff. They had you know different food items, and they had uh, different characters coming out. But Disney attempted something that uh, pretty much got lambasted on social media <laughs> as as Disney has no idea how to do viral marketing. They do a lot of things well, but viral marketing is just not something they did. And what they did for those of you who haven't seen videos, photos, or who weren't there at the premiere party is they set up a hazmat uh, cordoned off area that was like behind... Um, it was behind uh, 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 like a tarp uh, that was see-through, and they had all of these people coming out in hazmat suits. They had shield agents around, and it was just kind of an area, but it was it was all the way in the back, like at the back where the trolley comes out, and it was on the side of Guardians, and so it wasn't a trafficked area because they had closed off Bugs Land. In fact, they had the uh, the the vehicle, the big Humvee that's now being used for Black, Black Panther, Panther, was kind of like parked in the gate to a bug's land and they were um they were they were doing this thing where music would start playing and people in hazmat suits would come out and they'd whisper to the to to the to the shield agents and they would kind of stand guard and then people would be running back and forth and frantically but it never went anywhere it wasn't a show you it's, never saw them doing anything really yeah. other than frantically running around yeah. and so whispering to each for other for the most part and and if you go over and you'd ask them about it they'd just be like oh it's it's top secret you know mm-hmm. I, I don't know what they I, I never bothered because I was like I was way too focused on getting on getting on guardians for the ninth time in a But uh, I guess this kind of created a little bit of buzz, not nearly as much as they wanted. And then the next day or a couple days later, when they finally did away with the hazmat outfit, there was this hatch. Thinking back to Lost, (laughs) what's in (laughs) the hatch? What a throwback. I know, another ABC Disney production. But they have this hatch that I I keep forgetting to look because I was like, is it still there? But it was definitely there right after, and it had a big Avengers logo on it. And everyone was thinking, what does that mean? And of course, there was no explanation because that's how you do viral marketing. Exactly. Unfortunately, if nobody cares, viral marketing doesn't really work. And there wasn't enough buzz about it for people to speculate too much. It didn't really work. So then comes July 
D23, the big announcement, we're going to be opening up a Marvel universe, a whole Marvel area. And so at that point, all of the bloggers, all of the Disney fans put two and two together and figured, well, it's going to go into Bugs Land because let's face it, that's not the most heavily trafficked area in the park. They just opened Cars Land. They just redid Grizzly Peak. It's right adjacent. So they can definitely turn that area and do something cool with it. And yeah, uh, tough to be a bug hasn't been open for a while. It was it was not a very well kept secret, but they've announced it. It's cool, and that's what we're here to talk about right well, now. Admittedly, I'm not a big Buzz, Bugs Land fan, but the Heimlich Choo Choo Train. I got to ride it one more time. I don't know what it is about that stupid oh. ride. I love it. <laughs> it amuses just, me. It just does. It's like, it's so slow going. You know, you know what was fun? I think the first time we went on it, we went on it with a big group of people and we were just being obnoxious and it was just kind of a throwback <laughs> to that. But I, I, I have been granted. I was gathering questions for a Disney challenge, but I was, I, I've ridden it by myself and I enjoy it every time I go on it. I just like listening to Heimlich talk about not putting carrots in his eyes. Well, what I love about this is that it's going to make our next Disney challenge in California adventure. Really cool. I mean, well, besides, maybe, not, maybe not the next one, but the one after, because once, once it opens, yeah, it's the same with the star Wars land, but the Pixar up here and all the changes they're making. Oh, it's like more yeah. new questions. We have, we have new questions, new areas exactly. to tap into. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the, 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 the concept that, hey, they're going to take away, you know, you're going to lose the basically bumper cars. You're going to lose the, well, they're not going to lose the Flix flyers. That's going to move the choo-choo train. That's a, that's a shame. I did like the ambience of Bugland. I thought that was cool. I thought some of the little touches, like the bathroom was a big Kleenex box. I thought well, that was kind of neat. And you talking to you while you were in there. And yeah, so, so all of the little Disney touches, I mean, I'm going to miss that, but let's face it, they're going to turn around and turn it into Marvel. And I'm, we're both huge Marvel fans. Of course. Oh, man. <laughs> so it's not like we're losing anything that we're going to miss. We're going to gain something really, really cool. Uh, well, do you feel, though, because I know there are some old school Disney fans, that Disney's selling out. I mean, the first was Tom Sawyer's Island, which is now Pirate's Lair after Pirates of the Caribbean, the movie. There was um, the Swiss Family Treehouse, which is now based off of Tarzan, the movie. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like every attraction now, they're finding some way to tie it to a movie? Just kids cannot just go in. I mean, yes, Bugland was based off a movie, but it's not a recent movie. Yeah. I, they are they going to eventually change every attraction that's going to be tied in to something not else? To, not to sound like a, like, like a Disney fundamentalist or an anti-Disney fundamentalist, because I understand that Disney, believe it or not, Disney is a business. And they're People in the forget business that. to make, make money. money. Uh, they're raising the prices again. Well, that's how businesses make money. And Disney owns all the rights. They can do whatever they want. But bottom line is they're not going to do something if they don't see it going to it's going to pay off for them down the line or financially. And ultimately, everything they do out with the old in with the new people are always complaining about, oh, Walt Disney would be rolling over in his grave if they ever if he ever found out that uh, that they took this out to do this. They forget if you've ever read anything about Walt Disney, because most people who say that don't know the man, didn't know the man, and they just kind of know this persona Walt Disney was the biggest proponent of that's old, get rid of it, plus it, turn it into something better. So going all the way back to the person who founded Disney and it's named after, he would probably, if he was alive today, 
he would probably have the same idea that Bob Iger and the rest of the marketing team has is, hey, this area doesn't get as much traffic. It doesn't bring as much dollars in. Let's do something different. Mm -hmm. And that's just it. I mean, you know, as, as they, as they always attribute to Walt Disney saying Disneyland will never be complete as long as there's imagination left in the world. And as long as Disney keeps buying financial properties, they're going to find a way to stick it in the parks. And now they've got parks, you know, what, are they up to six now? Oh, gosh. That's the <laughs> why, beginning still. Why, why do I not know this? Right off the top <laughs> of my head. They are up to six parks now. And, of course, uh, Marvel Universe or whatever they're going to call it, they haven't quite renounced that yet. It is going to be opened up in, I believe, three parks. Yes. It's going to be at Disneyland Paris mm-hmm. and Hong Kong Disney. Which, of course, they're opening something new right after we're going to go there. Now, unfortunately, that, that I do feel happens. bad. Magic Kingdom because of Universal and Universal <laughs> having the rights to Marvel in Florida. Isn't that weird? It's, it's so confusing. In in Florida, if you've never been to Disney World or to uh, Universal Studio in Orlando, they have a they have a Marvel themed land at Islands of Adventure. Mm-hmm. And I guess before Marvel was sold to Disney. Universal Orlando bought the rights to, or the marketing rights or whatever it is. It's kind of like the whole Sony thing. It was just a matter of like, hey, this is available. Let's do the rights. And because they have it, uh, Disney's not allowed to do anything or at least any, you know, copy anything because they are planning on making a Spider-Man attraction and Florida has one. Um, So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. I'm kind of waiting to see how long it is before Disney finds a way to buy it out, finds a way to buy them out. Basically. Well, I don't know. I don't think they're going to buy universal, but they'll find a way to get their rights back eventually. Well, that would be a major shift for universal though, because we're talking about half about half of islands of adventure is Marvel themed. They have the Spider-Man ride. Mm-hmm. They have the incredible Hulk roller coaster. Yeah. Uh, they have the Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom. Drop. <laughs> Drop. I mean, I love that. Ride. It, should Disney buy out those rights from Florida? Universal is going to have. Why are they going to do expand Harry Potter? They and they just more? might, or 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 you know who knows? They're going to open up a Fast and the Furious land. They've got enough intellectual property that they can put something in in that space because it really is only just one land. It's not like it takes up half of the park. Um, they keep expanding Harry Potter land, or the, or they, they'll just find something new. I mean, look what they've done just with the Jurassic Park area. They've added King Kong, and oh. so there's there's a lot, and you know the the meet and greet with the Velociraptors. So mm-hmm. uh, you know Universal's they're smart too they can definitely come up with something but uh honestly i i think disney's gonna wait on that and they're my my prediction would be sometime in the future when the rights do become available again or if they do manage to buy them out i wouldn't put it past disney to put to actually build a whole new theme park based around either the marvel or the star wars universe now they've already talked about they're going to build a star wars all-inclusive uh resort hotel that's amazing and 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 What's being planned for that is, yeah, nothing short of amazing. So whether they build a hotel, whether they build a theme park, uh, Florida's got the space and they could definitely do something like that. And it, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised, but you're not going to hear about anything like that till uh, late into the 20s, I, I would say. Well, speaking of Florida, it kind of segues us into another new change that's happened within the Disney parks. Another change. The Redhead. Oh, we want the redhead. We want the redhead. We want the redhead to stay and sell wenches or at least stand (laughs) there and be pretty. Auction off the wenches. Yeah, this is one of those Disney controversies that was announced a long time ago is that they are going to take out the 
the auction scene in Pirates of the Caribbean, and they were going to replace it with uh, something different. They wanted to get away from the whole idea of that. Uh, women are actually, to be bought for. Yeah, women are, are property to be bought and sold. And, mm-hmm. and, and notice it was, you know, all the funny or ugly looking women that were being sold and the redhead that everybody wanted to bid on was, uh, you know, probably the wife of the pirate auctioneer if, if, if you're forming any kind of a story. So much like uh, a number of years ago when they decided because of pressure from uh, women's organizations, they decided to uh, get rid of the pirate men chasing, chasing the, the women. women and they changed it up to where it was the women chasing the men for but food. It, for food yeah mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't anything you know uh, like they were they weren't randy although i do think it was hilarious back in the day that it was two or three dioramas of the men chasing the women and they were lusting after them that was the whole joke and then there was a large heavy set woman chasing after that was chasing man. after the one skinny pirate and that was the payoff that was the punchline at the end of that but um even though they still have the same pirates and women in the same directions it's all about you know the food intent. yeah exactly mm-hmm. um so they made that change and it was kind of a bummer because that was the first major change they'd ever done to Pirates of the Caribbean. And you know what? Whenever they do a change, they usually end up bringing in something that just looks cleaner, looks better. When they brought in Jack Sparrow, everybody's like, oh, my God, they're going to sell out. They're going to add Jack Sparrow. They're going to add Barbosa. They're going to put up, you know, walls and, and, and bring in the different pirates from Pirates of the Caribbean. And it's just selling out to the movie. Uh, you know what? For the most part, I thought it was all very well done. So... As much as I am bummed to see one of the classic scenes, and, and it's not just a classic scene, it's a classic scene that's been put on t-shirts, it's been, it's, it, it's, there's, there's art around it, it's, it is one of the most iconic scenes from that entire ride or attraction. Am I bummed to see it go? Yes. Am I, am I bummed that they're selling out to, if the rumor is true, they're selling out to uh, organizations that are, uh, you know, this is this is public pressure for them to do it. I, I think that's. I'm a little bummed about that. But are they going to do something that's really cool? The video from Florida because it's already good. been up. It looks really yeah. good. It looks really cool. And uh, you know, I, I will say that as much as we don't like to see change or hear about change coming, when the change does come, it's usually for the better. Well, watching the video instead Except of the redhead. Except for Tarzan's treehouse. Sorry. Yeah. I, I prefer Swiss Family Robinson. Instead of the redhead being auctioned off, she's now the one leading the auction. She's mm-hmm. a pirate, and yep. she looks really cool as a pirate. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. And now they're auctioning off wares that the pirates have, quote unquote, procured. Yeah. From pirating and looting the the town, yeah. So. Somebody somebody's going to come along and say, "Well, are we just not going to have the pirates looting? Are we going to get rid of that? Do we take Carlos out of the well because that's bullying? It's, it's bullying, torture. <laughs> you I know, mean. I mean, bottom line is they're they're going to find a way around anything, and and they're they're going to. But it, it's it just comes down to, hey, how can we plus this? How can we do something better? How can we change it? How can we keep well, up with the times? You joked yourself. Should the rumors be true that they're just trying to appease um, groups? What about the dog holding the key? I'm surprised PETA hasn't exactly. stepped in on that a long time ago and says, you know, that dog's working too many hours in a row. And Worth the union rep. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, you know it's, there's a ridiculous reason around anything. Bottom line, hey, man, it's Disney's park. We're still going to go, right? Exactly. I mean, admittedly, I, the, the Jack Sparrow scene did not really impress me. Oh, actually, I kind of like them. I did not. Everything was tied to Jack Sparrow. And I'm like, you know what? I really did just appreciate Pirates for what it was. I'm used to it now. I would not not go on the ride because he's on it. I will continue to go on the ride, even with the new redhead. 
Yeah. I, it, it, it's kind of like when you, California first was forced to wear seatbelts in cars. People were <laughs> complaining and just like, oh, I don't want to wear a seatbelt. I'm not used to it. But you look nowadays, people don't even blink. They just yeah. grab that seatbelt. We're all used to it. Not a big deal. I'm sure the first time I go on Pirates with a new change, it's going to be like ripping off that Band-Aid. <laughs> it's going to sting a little bit. But then you're going to go, wow, that's actually kind of But cool. then I'll go on again and I'll probably forget. I'm like, oh, that's right. I didn't like this segment. But yeah. It is what it is. I don't think about the, the the pirates chasing the women anymore every time I see it. It's just, hey, there's the, you know, there's the scene. Now I'm familiar with it. It's it's now just part of the lexicon of, of that attraction, and it is what it is. Um, there's a uh, – you did mention Pirate's Lair, Tom Sawyer's Island. I don't like that change. I don't like it either, only because I don't think they it, – it seems like they had a really good idea – but they didn't really execute it. They didn't execute it. Um, it was it was just kind of left hanging. They've they've added a couple things here and there, but for the most part, it is still exactly what it was when it was Tom Sawyer's Island. They just themed it with a pirate flair. Well, they had for a while, and they think they still do in busier times. They'll have the pirates singing on the main stage. Were fantastic. It's kind of I held. I haven't seen that in a I, long time. I think they still might do it, and they do have that one area in the back where it's the mound of coins, gold coins, with like the treasure. And chest. they do a little photo op area back there. And that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's it's uh, it. It seems like they just kind of ran out of steam on that one, mm-hmm. or maybe they just ran out of money. Who knows? Uh, there's a. There, there, there's, there's a, there's a, a world of possibilities, and let's face it, that's some land that they could really do something different with, should they choose Personally, to. Personally, I would love to see it go away. <laughs> you would. You're not I a fan am... of Tom Sawyer's Island, Pirates Lair, anything. You know, I joke about why would I go to a theme park to do manual labor? <laughs> right. First, there's the canoes, which I'm like, wait, I'm going on this ride, and I'm the one doing all the the canoeing. <laughs> Like, why do I need to work out? I could have done it at home. And then you go on Tom Sawyer's where it's usually in bright daylight. Yep. Because it's closed at night. Closed at night. It's hot. It's dusty. Wait, yep. I'm going up and down stairs. Yep. I'm trying to cram these tiny little caves. Personally, I think it's where parents take the kids to tire them out. <laughs> they do. Like, here, let's spend an hour here. Let's get you tired before we go back to the hotel room. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I, I mean, definitely. Um, it's, it's never quite as crowded as the rest of the park. That's something I do like yeah. about it. But for Disney's sake, that's usually when they decide, I, hey, it's time to change something. They could do so much more with that space. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. But as, as far as do I, do I care that they changed it from Tom Sawyer? I mean, I grew up with that. Uh, but even when I was a kid, Tom Sawyer was still, that was something my parents read. I read the book. Uh, I, I did too. Okay. But it was like, it, it, it was already old when we were kids. And so for them to expect kids nowadays to even know what that is, when they took out Swiss Family Robinson, same thing. Swiss Family Robinson was something that my parents were into. Oh no, crack a book. And I know. And, and, <laughs> and that was kind of, well, getting even like into like what Tomorrowland used to be, it was that edumatainment where they would take something educational and they would teach it to you in a fun way. That's what, you know, uh, adventures through inner space that would made that so cool. I mean, these, this boring concept of, uh, we got these atoms and we're going to shrink to the size of an atom. That sounds like a cool concept, but you get Paul Fries to narrate it and you, you, you put some doom buggies in there and you've got yourself a show that people are going to line up for an hour to go on. So well, you talk about older attractions. I mean, they still have over in magic kingdom, the Carousel of Progress. Yes. We're talking about 
an old attraction. But the last time we went on it, we went on the it. The 1964 my, World's Fair. We went on it when I turned uh, 40 and went to Florida for my birthday, yep. which was just last year. It still works. It does. It's such a great They've attraction. updated it a couple times, but it's fun. It's just something interesting to go and see. And I think kids personally would still enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I mean they, there's there's your proof right there. Country that Bear can, Jamboree. You can keep older attractions, and even if the kids don't understand the origin of, wait, the kids are watching Carousel of Progress. They don't know the stuff that's happening in the 50s yep. and how technology was so, you know, older yeah, then. They don't even know what a World's Fair is. <laughs> right? But kids still enjoy it. So, I, personally, I think you can keep the old and then the new. And still make both work. Well, speaking of keeping the old, I, I, I would assume they're not going to change it because uh, if you do enjoy it's tough to be a bug, and I do know one or two people who actually <laughs> like that attraction, it's still available at the Animal Kingdom in, in Florida. So you can still see it. It is there. And if you want to go get poked in the butt with a stinger. and <laughs> Or have giant spiders looming over you. Yeah, or, 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 or smell a stink bomb go off. Well, then, then more power to you. I'm going to stay away because I was never a fan of it to begin with, but... That's just the way it goes. That's why I love that Florida has the space and to they be can able keep to stuff. keep stuff around, like, yeah. the, like the Country Bear Jamboree and the Carousel yep. of Progress. Yep. And they even have, I mean, the one thing I do miss that I don't think, the, the Florida still has it. Oh, my goodness. I'm forgetting the name of the ride. It's like that, it's in Tomorrowland. You're sitting in the tiny little four-person vehicle that's slow moving. And then you're going through, like, seeing the different attractions. The, the people mover. The well, people as, mover. Well, as, it, as it's called there, the, the, the uh, Tomorrowland Transit Authority. Of course. I mean, oh. they, uh, they, they've been asking for years, when are you going to bring back the people mover? Um, I've heard that it would cost more money for them to to redo try and track. do anything because they'd have to completely redo the track. And money is the key reason why they haven't just torn it down to begin with because it's really, really expensive to do and it would close down half of Tomorrowland. So it's not a priority. They're building Star Wars land. Uh, I think they're going to ignore Tomorrowland for a little bit longer. Eventually it's going to get a refurb and maybe when it does, they'll, they'll either bring it back or take it out completely. But until then, they're going to keep bringing new stuff in and they're going to make Marvel and they're going to make Star Wars, Star Wars. And, and you know Disney's probably negotiating with some. I mean, they're already you know negotiating or with have, Sony have, have with Sony. So that well, that, that just means yeah, more properties there. But who knows? They might buy some other huge thing. They've already got Pandora now in Florida, oh, that's right? Yes. And and will they ever bring Pandora out to another park, or Fingers will it just crossed. stay out there? You know, it's going to be a big hit. I'm sure it already is. Oh, I've heard raving reviews. Yeah, I can't wait. It. I can't wait to go see it again. Every time, every time we may go on a major trip to a Disney park, they always do something like the very next year. Of course, our timing is impeccable. Yeah, we barely missed uh, the opening of Pandora, but eh, you know it is what it is, and uh, and that's just it. So we'd be interested to hear your thoughts on what you think the uh, new Marvel Land opening announcement is, or the closing of Bugs Land. And uh, to give us your thoughts, we are on. Um, Facebook, of course, you can always go to the Facebook page. You can also tweet us. We are at the Disney Challenge on Facebook. Mm -hmm. We are at the Disney Challenge on no, we don't have an Instagram. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're the Disney Challenge dot com and the Disney Challenge on Facebook. And on Twitter, we are at Disney Challenge. No the. Because yeah, for some reason we somebody told me confusing. not to do it on Twitter. And that's just the way it was. But you can reach out, you can reach out to us on any of those platforms. Um, and we'd be happy to hear from you. Love to hear your input. And I think what we're going to do is, uh, now that I know how, we can take <laughs> the article that was just recently posted, and we are 
are going to paste that along with this uh, podcast on uh, the webpage. So on the DisneyChallenge.com, there will be the podcast. There will be a link to the article. But that's not the only way you can reach us nope. or, or at least find the Disney Challenge podcast. What is the most exciting news that happened just yesterday? We're on iTunes. We are on iTunes. We made it. We've put up this first podcast and uh, it took over the weekend, but we got on iTunes and I believe we're now searchable. I was able to find it on my own podcast app. I don't use the uh, iTunes or Apple I one. I do. And you but can find it. You can find it there. I found it on mine. I subscribed and we even have a couple reviews. One Already of them was, a couple? One of them is mine. Oh, that, uh, <laughs> wow, wow. A couple meaning exactly two. Uh, hopefully we'll get more. And with a second, uh, second podcast, well, that's just it. We even came up with a tagline for the podcast. The Disney Challenge podcast is a news, reviews, opinions, all thing Disney podcast with a warped sense of humor. Woo-hoo. Going off of our, uh, our, our tag for the actual Disney Challenge event. So let's go ahead and plug the Disney Challenge. It is coming up on June 10th, Sunday, June 10th. Registration is going to open up on Friday, April 27th. It's going to close May 25th, but just worry about the opening date and you'll get enough information there. The Disney Challenge, of course, is a strategic team scavenger hunt trivia style event with a warped sense of humor. Got it right on the first try of this well, one. Well, I hope that you had it written in it front of you. It definitely does. I'm not trying to memorize it. For some reason, that <laughs> one just, it's, there's a mental block against that one. Um, and uh, and and that's our that's our big signature event that happens twice a year in the fall or in the spring and in the fall, and it is coming up. We are working on that right now. But in the meantime, go to iTunes, subscribe, leave us a review, please. A, a five star great review would be awesome. But any review right now would be great. And the more subscriptions we get, the more people this will get out to. And we just love talking to you guys. We have an exciting week coming up or weekend. Mm-hmm. What are we doing this weekend, Johanna? We're going to the WonderCon convention in Anaheim, California. That's right. Yes. Now, some people would argue, what does that have to do with Disney? Well, well, with all the franchises Disney owns between Marvel and Star Wars, it's guaranteed. You go much- to a comic book convention... You're going to see Marvel, yeah, Star Wars, Yeah, they pretty Wars, much cap Disney. out half of, the, half of the geek universe as it's known today. So uh, we are either going to do a recap of WonderCon. What we are crossing our fingers and hoping to do is we're actually going to do a podcast one of the nights of WonderCon with a special guest if we can get him. Knock on wood. Knock on wood mm-hmm. right here on the studio <laughs> desk. Uh, if we can do that, that'd be awesome. There might even be both. We might have a, we might have a special guest, uh, uh, on location podcast, and then we'll do a recap when we get back. We just want to get as many of these up as possible and get something for you guys to listen to. Cause so far everybody who's listened to it has given us at least personally a thumbs up and they yes. said they really enjoy it. So well, I think the next podcast would be really good for those who've never been to a comic book convention, you know, what to expect for sure. And we're going to talk a lot about that on the next podcast. So if you've never been to a comic book convention, if you've always been interested, definitely tune in when that one comes out. And, uh, that's, that's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, for the Disney challenge podcast, I'm Dave and I'm Johanna. And thank you so much for coming in again, Johanna, you want to sign us out? Well, of course, may your churros be warm, your pineapple dough whip be chilled and may your days be sprinkled with Disney magic. Good night, everybody. Take care.